welcome back to Silly Breakfast. Today is episode 16, so it's our sweet 16 oh. episodes. It's pretty Can't... exciting. Pretty exciting no, stuff. It's yeah. our we, our... That would have been last episode. <laughs> no, no. We, uh, we can get our driver's permit with our episodes. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. But uh, I'm just going to jump right into what you got. So, Salty, what you got? I, um, I've got COVID. Um, I went to Canada for 10 days, um, you know, hung out with the locals. They were great. They were super, they were super nice. I come back to America, go to work for about five hours and, um, COVID boom, here we go. We're on day. I don't even know what day I've watched. I watched a, a, a whole season of the amazing race from 2005 because Nike will told me to, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so what, no, ins- what inspired the amazing race? I, I know Nyquil told you to. I, I, so I slept through Batman Forever, slept through Batman and Robin, which were like nostalgic old movies for me. Um, yeah, I was just looking for something different, and I saw Amazing Race and I put it on. It was actually a ton of fun, I loved it. But I will say that uh, 2005 was a long time ago. They were using words like retard and um, calling the gay team the gay boys. So we've come a long way since 05. Um, but you know what? I'm over the hill. I'm feeling better. Um, it's my first first pod bask back in like a month. It's been like three weeks for me. Um, so I'm here. I'm ready to, to do something different than sitting in my room like a damsel in distress. So, uh, yeah. So my what you got is uh, covid all right, Tyler, what's your gut? So I, I have a couple here, and the first one is really uh, is, is really the most important, and it's that the Yankees signed on uh, for their first jersey sponsor of all time, the sacred Yankees, the team that won't allow their players to wear long hair. Not the pinstripes. Won't allow them to have any facial hair other than a freshly groomed goatee or mustache. They will not allow them to wear their names on the back of their fucking jerseys. Now has signed on to a $150 million jersey sponsor. Yankees fans are in distress trying to defend this, but they have sullied the last bastion of of jerseys. And I just find it hilarious the Yankees are now a poverty franchise. They're selling their jersey space uh, to Star Insurance. If it was any other sponsor, I've never even heard of Star Insurance. Can you can you insure your mustache though or beard with Star Insurance? I don't know. No, I just I, I'd like to to go back and interview any of the players that signed over a Johnny Damon, a Jason Giambi about when they had to cut their beautiful locks and beard to go play for the, the, the long hollowed Yankees. And now they've sullied the Jersey that they, they long aspired to wear it. They are a poverty franchise. Now they're trying to get uh, Jersey money and it is so silly. I actually just watched in my, my COVID haze, um, a 30 for 30 about the Yankees and Dodgers rivalry. And they did a part about when George Steinbrenner put that, that, into play the um no long hair no beards whatever and some of the players were kind of pissed um that was when like reggie jackson was there and and um 
who's the who's the pitcher there? Um, I don't know. Goop, goop. Uh, no, I don't know. But yeah, it's a wild thing that was there. I mean, I, no, it wasn't Babe Ruth. It was a little bit after. It was like Mickey seven Mantle. Years. Nope. Keep going. Um, but yeah, I think Nolan it is Ryan. kind of a nope. Didn't play for the Yankees. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's a pretty interesting thing. Like, I think that was more of the Steinbrenner kind of influence on the team. I think they'll get away from it at some point, but I mean, you got to You got to sell out at some point. They're probably getting so much goddamn money for that. Um, it was $150 million for how long? I don't know. Let's look this up. Yeah. I mean, I, I need to hear Maddie's take as, as a man that's married to a Yankees fan. I mean, I, I think it's a shame. Honestly, the Yankees, like they, they take so much pride in their Jersey and everything. It's just, like it should never have been sullied like this and should never have been sullied like this. I'm going to definitely give my wife shit. Uh, when I tell her that they finally got a sponsorship, she probably doesn't even know yet. Um, but she is a Yankees fan and she probably will be indifferent towards it. She probably won't do, give a shit, but I'm still the Red Sox shit. even have a sponsorship on their shirt. Yes, they do. What is it? I know hockey is big with it. And basketball, uh, every team, basketball, does. But the the Red Sox do have it. I looked it up earlier, but uh, it is one hundred ninety million dollars through twenty thirty, averaging twenty five million dollars a year. Dude, that's nothing. That is nothing. And now everyone, when they go, they they're gonna have to go buy new Yankees jerseys just to have that little star insurance patch right on the left left hand side there. Twenty million dollars is paying like Josh Donaldson's contract as like a washed up old third baseman like 20 million bucks is nothing yeah they 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 gotta buy one get one free contract for for whoever whatever aging free agent they want to sign next year yeah i guess i guess well maddie what do you got yeah, so my watch gut is that uh, I was in Vegas for summer league. Um, I I flew in Thursday, had a nice pool day with some friends. Uh, actually, a basketball community that I belong to called the Overstated. It's on Facebook if anyone wants to check it out. Me um, too. But uh, you know, Thursday was a pool day. A lot of people were pretty tipsy, pretty getting pretty getting after it and everything. Um, met a lot of cool people, a lot of good crew overall. Um, we went to Fremont street, which was nuts. Um, but one of the craziest things about summer league, and especially since there was the big UFC fight this weekend in Vegas was how many celebrities and players and stuff like that are in Vegas for this event, for these events. I mean, I had Jalen Brown on my airplane on the way there sitting in first class, um, on the court, you see everyone like, you know, for the Orlando, you had. Ben Carroll and Cole Anthony getting interviewed and stuff like that for the Celtics heat game. Uh, Bam was sitting on the bench um, like a coach. Uh, and then Tatum and Deuce were there. Brad Stevens was there. Jalen Brown was there. At one point I Deuce. walked like literally like a foot away from Jalen Brown. And it was like really cool. Just like a cool experience. Um, did you, ta- did I walked you touch by, him? I How many did you kiss? I, I did not kiss any celebrities or athletes. Me is not listening. Um, it's true. She doesn't listen to this. So, <laughs> uh, my wife gave up like two weeks into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, like I saw uh, heading out of the airport, I saw 
uh, Zach Randolph in, in Starbucks. I was standing behind him, like this large man. And then he turned around. I was like, holy shit, that's Zach Randolph. That was kind of cool. Um, just, you know, catching this light, getting some Starbucks before. But it's just, a, it's honestly, it's such a cool weekend. I'll probably definitely be going back next year. It's just so fun to be amongst that, cr- like those crowds and those players and these like, like the UNL, UNL, the gym is really cool. A nice big gym. And like, we got there early each day. So we, we got really good seats. And then the little gym, the Cox center is really cool where it feels like a high school gym. That's where I saw the Celtics heat play, which is just so cool to see in that setting with like all the players, like being like 50 feet from you as you watch the game. It's just so a really couple, cool experience overall. A couple of questions, Maddie, I have is the people that you went with, <clears throat> excuse me, Pretty cool, pretty cool crew. Like pretty, yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just a really fun, fun community in the overstated world. And you got to see some of like the big ticket guys. Like you got to see Wemby, you got to see Scoot. You got yeah, to see- yeah, the Thompson twins. I got, I got to see a lot of cool people. I mean, we'll we'll get into that in a second uh, when we talk a little about summer league. I'll give my kind of breakdown of some of the players that I thought stood out the most. Um, but first, I just want to touch on the fact that it's kind of like one of the worst sports days of the year. I mean, there is still sports going on. The WNBA's tonight, you know, Connecticut sun uh, beat Chicago sky tonight. Wimbledon's on uh, MLS is on. I'm not a soccer guy, so I don't give a shit about the MLS, but there's no, you know, there's no NBA. There's no football. There's no basketball. And we're at the all-star break or post all-star break in baseball. So it's like, one of the worst days of the year for a sports fan of the four major sports and men's sports. Yeah, man. Um, it's, it's tough. It's a tough time right now. Uh, women's, the women's uh, national team starts, I believe on the 20th. So women's world cup will start up soon, but yeah, the it's, it's a little tough. I mean, the post um, home run derby all-star game, break is a little tough um but i guess we could touch on the socks a little bit um they're five games over right now um they took two against uh two out of three against the rangers they took they swept the oakland a's um they could make a serious move here they got two games against the cubs coming out of the or three games against the cubs coming out of the break then three against the um uh the a's again so that's a good chance to uh really make some ground up. I don't know if anybody watched the um, home run derby, but I, I'm 36 years old and I will watch a home run derby every year. I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, Vladdy Jr. won it. Uh, it was awesome. The All Star game was incredibly fucking boring. It was a kind of a pitcher's duel, it was a three two thing. But anyone watch the uh, the derby? You, I, I you did not watch the derby, but I saw the highlights of the Seattle guy that broke the record for like a. Um, like home runs in a one go or whatever. Yeah, one cool. round. Yeah, he had forty one, but Julio. he, yeah, he did not end up winning it because it's a weird thing now. It's like a bracket style, so you got to beat your guy, the guy in your bracket. It's not like when we were kids where it was like you get ten pitches, ten outs, blah blah blah. But home run derby is so fun. That's the one all star thing I think is still kind of a lot of fun along with the um, three-point contest. But, yeah, man, we're in the doldrums right now. We're in the – we're 
tough time to be a sports fan. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I was trying to figure out exactly what they call it. It's either the sports equinox or the sports solstice. It could be the sports. Uh, it, it, it's really just the, the only time in the entire year where there's not a power five, uh, a power four game going on. There's no NBA. There's no NFL. There's no NHL. There's no MLB. There's just nothing going on. And uh, really, my biggest problem with the Home Run Derby, I, I didn't watch it this year. It was probably one of the first times that I didn't watch really any of it. Uh, my biggest problem with it is I hate this hit however many home runs you can in five minutes or whatever it is. You don't get to see the massive Three. dingers. Well, they, you do. It, you, it's, they're it's they're cutting screen. away all the time. I, I no, it's, don't, split, it's split screen. I don't I'm like it as you. much. It was electric. No, I, I wish we could go back to the days where it was you get 10 outs. You hit a ball over the fence, it's a home run. If you hit a ball not over the fence, it's an out. So you get 10 outs. I do miss that, but I think it's I think the home run derby is the best exhibition in the four major sports. Personally, I had I had a blast watch. I mean, granted, I have I have COVID. Um, and I've been stuck in this room. So there was like the first live shit I had watched in like days, but I thought it was a ton of fun. Julio Rodriguez, the hometown guy <clears throat> hitting a fucking ton of dingers. It was a ton of fun. Flatty Guerrero, like these guys. And, and one thing I will say is that the home run derby, and the all-star game these days, a lot of these, uh, like Latino players, these guys from Dominican, Cuba, um, Florida, South Florida, all this stuff, they want to win the game. So it makes the game a ton more fun because it's actually like competitive and they're pumped up and they're excited. So nice, nice, awesome. Well, let's move on from baseball. Let's, uh, I think, Salty, you want to touch a little bit on the NFL and just the Patriots in general. So, I mean, there's not much going on, but, you know, there's still these ideas that. You know, we might sign one of these big names in free, uh, in free agency, like the you know like the Dalvin Cooks of the world or uh, Hopkins. And I just gotta see see what vibe check with you guys. So is there, I'm not big on Dalvin Cook coming to the Patriots, but I would love Hopkins. I don't know if you guys have a feeling on those two things. So I, I'm fine with either of them. We we are severely lacking in skill position players. I, I think that if you need to sign both of them, I, I just go for it. I, I mean, what is Delvin Cook going to do? He's going to he's going to be the best rusher in the NFL for six weeks and then probably get hurt. Um, I don't know. It's not my money. It's Robert Kraft's. But if I had my way, we would sign anyone who has a pulse these days because that's the only way we're going to compete in the in the in the East. Yeah, man. I uh, I agree on that. I think we need to sign anyone and everyone that we can to keep pace. We're the worst team in the division right now. The Patriots are. I mean, Dolphins have Tyreek. They got Waddle. Tua's been great. The Jets had an Aaron Rodgers. I think their defense is fantastic. Um, then Buffalo speaks for itself with Josh Allen, Steph Diggs. Um, <clears throat> I think... Signing DeAndre Hopkins is kind of a no-brainer. I mean, if we can get him, and I think we could, 
We just got to offer him enough money. We should take him. I think Dalvin Cook, too. Dalvin Cook's not that old. He's not like he get. Yeah, he gets hurt, but we also have Ramondre. Imagine Ramondre Stevenson and Dalvin Cook coming out of the backfield. I think that's a fucking fantastic duo. And if they both want to come here, um, I, I don't think that catapults us by any means up to the top of the division. But I think it's a step in the right direction. I think giving Mac Jones a legitimate um, receiver is is kind of paramount to our success. I just yeah. saw him throw throw a ball seventy yards today on on uh, Twitter from Mac his knees. Jones? Yeah, he, from he, his knees. No, he was standing. Uh, that's mm-hmm. still still far. Yeah, that's so far. I could I could jo- Josh can't do that, but I can. <laughs> what do you think, Maddie? I mean, I, I guess Dalvin Cook, if we get him for the right price, could could make sense. Uh, but Hopkins, I would just throw money at. Uh, we need a true number one receiver. I mean, we just badly need that so bad. Like, we, we so badly need a true number one receiver. Someone that can make, like, contested catches, get separation, you know, spread the field for everyone else. Like, I, I just think he is exactly the type of player we need. And that's pretty much all I got on that. I mean, look what he did for Arizona. Um, he spread the field. He made um, Chris. Oh God. Who's the guy who went Christian Kirk, man, Christian Kirk, a great receiver who I think is actually a very good receiver, but having someone like him on our team opens up the field for, I mean, Devonte Parker. I, don't, I still don't understand why they signed him to that long contract no idea on that one no idea no idea either I, he, he that guy struggles to get separation so badly like but he's, he's, a, such a, he's, a, good, he's a good he's a good 50 50 guy but deandre is the 50 50 guy yeah um but that opens the field up for juju in the middle because i think juju is a better middle like middle of the field receiver um <clears throat> and i know deandre is a little older but why why the fuck not why not take a shot we took a shot on randy moss 15 years ago, and that worked out great. I know DeAndre is not Randy Moss, but um, why the fuck not? Throw some fucking money at him, dude. Let's, 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 you have to, to be competitive in this division. This division is a great division. Let me just make a, a pitch to Bill Belichick. You are the man that has tried to tear down the New York Jets organization your entire career. They just signed a legendary quarterback, and they have an offense and a defense that's ready to go. How fun would it be that if you were supposed to be the bottom of the AFC East to make the Jets the bottom of the AFC East just by making some signings of veteran talent that nobody seems to be able to wrangle with the quarterback that nobody seems to have faith in? That is the Bill Belichick I want to see. The fuck you, Bill Belichick, that just hates the Jets and the rest of the division. Yeah, I'm with you, Tyler. That's that's, that's a good pitch. That's a good pitch. I love that. All right, let's just uh, dive right into the NBA. Let's touch back on Summer League because, uh, you know, I got to see a lot of cool players. You know, I got to see Wemby's first game. Um, he obviously struggled shooting. Um, but, you know, what? His you saw the raw talent there like on display in person so badly. Like he's just so goddamn long and his dribble is so insane for his size. Um, his shot wasn't falling, but that's okay. You know, he's a, he had five blocks in the first game, just like, just freak, freak, freak town. And obviously I got to see on the plane, his second game, 
And he was amazing in that game. He had 27 points, I believe. He had like 60-plus percent from three. Just like really, really solid stuff. Um, Scoot was probably the most impressive rookie I saw, and he only played 21 minutes. Um, He just commanded the floor. He was the best person on the floor um, in that game versus Houston, that first game versus Houston. By far the best person on the floor while he played until he got his shoulder injury. He was absolutely electric. You know, his he had this amazing, you know, under uh, 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 like under the basket reverse layup. Uh, he seems like he has a command of the offense, like passing and uh, just you know penetrating and everything like that. Like I saw someone say, like he has almost like Russell Westbrook's athleticism, but with Chris Paul's mind, which is just yeah, an was, insane, an insane Simmons. combination. Simmons or Russell? Oh, is that Simmons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought I heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like like no, but not, that's like, true. It's true. It's though. obviously a you know definitely a little over the top for a rookie, but he oh, definitely he definitely feels that way a little bit. Um, uh, just from just from seeing him in person, like he but was they just were so say, they were saying he looks like a man, like a like you yes, see these yeah, guys, he's you see. You see these guys. He's like only six two, but he's ripped. Yeah, but you see these guys coming to the league, and you see like Durant. You know, you see Wemby. Obviously, they're like longer guys, and they're going to be skinny guys. But like they were saying, like Rosillo and Simmons the other night, the pod I was listening to were saying Simmons was like, he's huge. He's like built. Like he's like a man. Like he looks like he's like an eight year veteran in the in the fucking league. Like he yeah, absolutely. He gets past people. Like he he knows how to like get get to the hole, you know, like, and, which is a huge thing in this this NBA because everything's based around like jump shooting and like three point shots, but like the defenses have got to be set up where if you can get to the hole and score, like that's a whole that's that's like an old school, I don't know, kind of attribute for a player. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, speaking of Portland, Shaden Sharp in that first game was awesome. He had a tough second game he did not play very well in the second game but uh shin sharp was electric he had this amazing he actually missed he uh missed a dunk he actually missed two dunks this weekend but uh he went uh he, he had this huge jam over i think jay huff um old you know virginia white guy uh what do you got tyler i i when i, I watched a lot of the the games um a lot more than I'm willing to admit, and especially early on in the morning because NBA TV tends to replay all the, the previous evenings in a quicker way. But I watched that first Wemby game, and I was texting with you, Maddie, who, who was there, uh, and I had a completely different take than what most of the media did. And most of the media was saying he was he was a bust. What I saw is what you saw, Maddie. He was a completely pure athlete. He was insanely good off with his handle for a man of his size. His jump shot looked good. It wasn't falling. And he was uh, he changed the game defensively and offensively. They ran the offense through him, and he was one of the best passing big men in the big men in the NBA today. Yeah, he he his passing is really nice. Like he has he has really good court vision. Especially at his size, like being able to see over everyone, and the rest of the people that were saying, plus is thing he to a... have is court vision." Yeah, and the rest of the NBA, the people on on the internet the next day saying he was a bust are just people reading the box score. When you watched him play, you could tell he had all the talent there. The shot just wasn't falling. I think what's going to happen is 
his first year, he may be evaluated as a bust. He's too small and he's not playing physical enough. He was getting pushed off from his spot. And San Antonio doesn't have any big bodies to really help that for him. But yeah, I mean, one of who they really could have used uh, for this year, Jakob Pertl. Yeah, just somebody <laughs> they could they could have really kept keeping him would have been uh, huge. For them. Wemby Wemby looks like a monster. Like he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be great. Uh, I have no doubt just, in my mind that he'll be great. He could I, just I Mr. Do... Fan- Fantastic the ball into someone. He could just like bend his limb. Right, like he he looked like I saw, just like a still shot of him. I think it was him like laying a ball up from outside the paint, and he's so big, like he'll he'll be fine. And with his handles and his like skill, I think he. he I mean, he's Kevin Durant two point like is what he is. Like he can handle the ball. He's bigger than Kevin Durant, but he his ceiling is Kevin Durant two point you know, he has the handles. He can shoot the jump shot. He could work around the rim, I think, which Kevin Durant can't do. But I think he'll be fine. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's 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 move on from Webby and Scoot. Uh, but actually, before I do, um, I did put a wager on Scoot at plus 400, then a wager on Chet Holmgren at like plus like 550 to win Rookie of the Year. Because I do think Wemby... Uh, might struggle a little offensively this year. And that's, I, I, I it's, it's like, not like I'm betting against him being a, or betting for him to be a bad player. I just think Scoot is going to be the complete focal point of his offense too, as what, like, just like Wemby will be. But Scoot is probably a little more NBA ready than Wemby in, uh, in an offensive game. And that's kind of what rookie of the years tends to be based on his offensive production. And Chet is just, he is awesome. I saw, I got to see him. Um, but you don't think, you don't think the thunder have enough juice around Chet? I mean, SGA, they do, but he, he is so smart and efficient scoring. I mean, he doesn't score a ton, but he's very efficient with what he does. And he is the, he's probably going to be the best defensive rookie in the NBA. Like he's like more, he's going to, he's going to be better than Wemby this year defensively. He is so sound on defense and he put on 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, exactly. He he looks jacked. Um, Yeah. So going back to Houston though, and we'll say Detroit, uh, I got to see both Thompson twins play. Uh, Obviously Amen um, got hurt late in the game, but he was awesome to to start that game for Scoot. Him and Scoot couldn't, stay in front of each other, which is kind of funny. Neither neither could stay in front of the other. But Amen has looks like a brilliant NBA player. Same with the Tsar. Like the two of them look like, you know, for their teams, they looked like the two smartest guys on the court. Uh, they looked just absolutely insane um, from a, like just from like a freak level of like basketball IQ and athleticism. You know, they both look like they're going to end up being good defenders. They're, Already, they're already great passers. If they can, can develop those jump shots, those guys are going to be awesome NBA players. I fully stand by that after watching them in these summer league games. They just have so much juice to them, and they're so smart on the court. Like, just really impressive passing. Just absolutely love them. Uh, but going back to Houston, so Jabari Smith, um, are, you know, probably the best player in summer league this year so far. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., and it was funny. So during the uh, Houston Portland game, 
In the first half, Jabari Smith looked lost. His shot wasn't falling. He had four points in the first half. And me and my buddy were kind of shitting on him. And just so you know, I am a huge Jabari Smith believer. Um, I thought he should have went over Bancaro um, with the number one overall pick. I'm probably going to be wrong about that. But he was my pick for the number one pick. Um, but I know, I'm going to be wrong about that. I know it. That's fine. But I still think he's going to be a really good player because in the second half, he had 29 points, hit an insane, insane game winner from three where he, there was like 0.9 seconds left. They like lob the ball. He catches it at the high point and just shoots it without bending his arm and just dra- drains three. Then the next game, he had like 38 points. He was just absolutely insane. He's way too good for summer league. And he's going to be, if they actually use him in Houston, because I don't know if you guys remember, but Silas, their old coach, said he didn't run last year, like was quoted saying he didn't run plays for Jabari Smith, which is just crazy. Because like, why, why would you draft someone that high and not develop them? <clears throat> just so stupid. But he was awesome. Um, another awesome player that I saw, which was I mentioned on the pod before Summer League that Tyler and I did or before the draft was Anthony black was one of my guys and he was exceptional in his first game. Wow. His passing, his court vision, just he is, is driving to the rim. He had a, he had a, uh, and one three, just really, really impressive, uh, stuff from Anthony black. Another, uh, I saw the, um, heat, um, Celtics game and we'll go to the Celtics a little bit, but Orlando Robinson, the two way big for, the heat, he was insane in that game. He can drill threes. He can rebound. He can, you know, touch around the rim. He's just really impressive. Um, Case and Wallace is another player. Um, I saw that hit a half court shot. It was really cool from, uh, for the Lakers, Max Christie, uh, was awesome. And that pretty much sums up some of my guys for summer league that I saw. But, uh, if you guys want to get into the Celtics talk, we can do that. In a second. Hold on. All right, let's dive into the Celtics Summer League. Um, so I think if you guys watch what we saw, uh, you know, one one thing that is a problem is the turnovers for the Summer League team. They turn the ball over left and right, and a lot of that is J.D. Davidson. He does not look like an NBA player to me. I saw him in person. I've seen him in a, another game. And I know he has a lot of talent and he had this awesome jam in his second game, but he does not look like an NBA player to me. Um, he turns the ball over so much. He is erratic. Um, he is not a good, he's not a good enough point guard. Like he is like people are, were saying like for him to replace Peyton Pritchard in the, in the lineup, like in, as like the deep guard and Peyton Pritchard is way better than JD Davidson, <laughs> like way better. Um, I, I saw him play. You know, I'd rather... I saw him play last year uh, twice in the G League, and he was such a better ball handler. He had such a better handle of the offense. Some part of me is wondering what the hell was going on. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it with him after seeing it live. He, he I thought the first half he was in a mess. He finished kind of strong um, versus the Heat in that summer league game, but I just, I just don't see it overall. I was actually talking to a guy that works social media for the main, uh, the main Celtics Tyler. He was sitting next to me. He was like, he was like, do you have any thoughts on the game so far? Uh, Cause he just, he just asked me cause I was sitting there like cheering for the Celtics. And I was like, JD Davidson, it, Davidson is a, a mess. Like he is 
so erratic with the ball. He turns the ball over so much. And he was like, yeah, I actually work for the main Celtics. So I see him all the time. Uh, he's like, I think he has potential and stuff like that. But he's like, I'm just not sure right now. Um, but going to some of the standouts, <clears throat> um, our new draft pick, Jordan Walsh, had a great first game. He hit four threes. He had good passing. He was rebounding. Um, and he was just honestly really solid, and he just looks like he's going to be a defensive menace. He did kind of get lost a few times and got beat a few times, but overall you can kind of see the talent. Uh, almost like like if he could develop, like if we could develop him into a taller Marcus Smart type player, that would be awesome. Um, where if he can knock down these threes, obviously in Arkansas we didn't really see him shoot too much. He was kind of like the defensive presence there. But I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on Jordan Walsh, if you saw him. I, I will go first as someone who watched zero seconds of um, Celtics preseason basketball. Dude, I just don't trust any draft picks that the Celtics have. I mean, the like, we just don't use them. We I mean, whether it's Sollinger, I mean, we use Sollinger, or Romeo Langford, or um, who's the guy we traded to Indiana for um, Brock? Naismith. Naismith. Like, I don't know. I just don't have any faith that any of these guys are going to make the league. So it's kind of a moot point, I guess. Especially, I mean, I guess that kind of goes without saying for a team that's competing for a title is that a lot of young guys probably aren't going to come up and play. But I just want the Celtics to kind of draft better, I guess. I, I, so. I, I'm going to take Quake you right now. I think that's a that's an absurd take because I think that at – after the lottery, if you're drafting out of the lottery, you're drafting for uh, bench depth, and you're lucky if you get starting talent. Um, the Celtics have gotten a lot of talent out of that tail end of the lottery and beyond, and they've drafted so well. Jalen Smart Tatum at the top end of the draft is brilliant drafting. There are other players that could have distracted them. Jalen had had a lot against him, as did Smart in those positions, and they could have gone another way. At the tail end, who, at the tail who? end, yeah, who? you've got Robert Williams, you've got Grant Williams, you've got Terry Rozier. Grant 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 Williams was drafted like twelfth. No, sixteenth. I believe he was twentieth. It was between eighteen and twenty, I believe. But uh, even guys like Pritchard have been okay, if not serviceable. He's an NBA talent. He will play on another team. Rosier has been great. Rosier, we we don't. He's not on our team. I'm tell I'm telling you, the guys that we have: Jason Tatum, number three; Jalen Brown, number three; Al Horford, traded for, but was still a top, what ten pick, five pick. Rob Williams, sure, but he's oft injured. Uh, Grant was twenty two, by the way. Grant was picked twenty two. Okay, so a little later than, but where's Grant right now? He's on Dallas. Yeah, sure. We didn't match the offer, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear where, I hear where you're both coming from. I probably lean a little more towards Tyler just because I I do think these late round these like later picks are so hard to get. We're going to be in the late round picks for a long time, I think, with our team. Um, so I think it's harder to really develop, like, you know, get like real, real players. Um, we can hope like a guy like Jordan Walsh will end up in a rotation. Um, I think he's going to play a lot in the G league this year. Personally. 
I'm not saying I don't I don't think any of those guys couldn't be good, but I don't think they get the chance. Romeo Langford didn't get a chance. Neesmith got a chance. But I'm just saying, like, some of these guys, Tara Rozier got a chance, but then we shipped him off, rightfully so. But a lot of these guys don't get a chance to play because we are a team that is competing for a championship. And it's hard to... You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough to develop in in, the, in that situation. It is true, but uh, that's kind of the nature of the beast when you're, you know. Yeah, and I think a, a good team. And I think a lot of these guys are coveted by other teams because of how well they play for the Celtics when they're around. Grant got an offer from the Mavericks because he is a talented player. He he was one of the key players that brought us to an M, uh, NBA Finals last year. I would have loved to keep Grant. I would have loved to keep Grant. But then you also have to consider somebody like Peyton Pritchard played significant minutes during the year and will have an NBA contract, whether or not it's with the Celtics after this after this one expires. I think Peyton Pritchard's a serviceable player. I just it's his third year. I mean, this is kind of his year. Like, is he gonna get in the game? Is he not gonna get in the game? I think he's good. I think he has like the I don't know, like the pedigree for it, but is he actually good enough? You know, he's a defensive liability. He can shoot. He's a hard, he plays hard, but he's a little guy. Um, I don't know. I just think a lot of these players, when you're when you're a top-tier team, don't get the chance to play. I hope this Arkansas guy does get a chance to play. He looks legit. Like, he looks like a big, strong boy. So, which we like that on this team. Yeah, I just think that when you're in the tail end of the first round and into the second round, you're rolling the dice as to whether or not you're going to get uh, Jokic or you're going to get uh, uh, an IT4. You could get either of those guys and have somebody that actually plays minutes for your team. I think that the goal when you're drafting 20 and beyond is to have some guy that's a rotational player. Sure. Yeah, yeah. totally. Speaking of uh, potential rotational players, Jay Scrub was probably the best person on the Celtics Summer League roster. Scrub uh, was great in both games. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's, he's the fly. best. That, that he, sounds honestly, like, he might be. It sounds like a uh, creative player in NBA. <laughs> yeah, Jay Scrub. <laughs> yeah, he honestly, he was really impressive. I thought he kind of commanded the offense well, just like really solid play overall. So we'll, we'll guess, I guess we'll see if he gets like a two-way. Well, I, I know that Jay gave J.D. Davidson already a two-way contract, which well, look I'm, at, just, look at a, I'm just not sold on. So Look at a guy like Struess, guy who was on our team. Good player, ended up being a pretty good player. But for us, he just didn't make it. Now he just signed like a what? three-year, $30 million contract with the Cavs. Yeah, Struess would have stuck around had they not wanted to sell jerseys of Taco Fall. Yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> that is a disappointing thing. I actually saw Taco at Summer League for the Bucks. I got to see him live. Uh, first game I saw was Bucks, and uh, he, he sucks. He's terrible yeah. at basketball. No, let me, hey, he, hey, is, hey. he is so weak for someone Maddie, his size and strength. Maddie, you remember that game we went to where they put him in and he, he hit like he hit like a jump shot, a dunk, yeah. and blocked a shot. I know it was awesome. Trust me. <laughs> I, 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 want, I want him so I wanted him so badly to be a like rotational player, but he's just not. He's not in the NBA. No, he's no Bismack. He doesn't make sense in the Yeah, he yeah, no Bismack Biambo. He has no, no place in the NBA. 
And I feel bad saying that, but it's just true. Like it's it's sad, but it's true. Seems like a good dude. No, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's awesome. Now, my one thing, my one takeaway from the Celtics summer league is that they have an absolute snack of a player in in Sam Greasel, the rookie out of Nebraska. Uh Oh yeah, Uh, catching waves. He sucks. He sucks. The first I only saw I only saw him the first game, but he was awful. But he is is out of control. Like he. Ball so many times driving to the rim, like he is. He sucks, but he's so handsome. He's very handsome. Yeah, he looks like a Cali bro. Who is it? <laughs> Sam Greasel. Greasel. He's just very tan and blonde and like handsome. Sam Greasel. I'm Googling Speaking of uh, players, uh, Justin Bean had a great first game too. Uh, he the Duncan Robinson look like he looks so much like Duncan Robinson. It's yeah, crazy. Mormon. Duncan Justin Robinson. Bean had a really good first game. Yeah, he he had a really good first game. He was cutting well. He was shooting well. He just really impressive first game. But I still don't. I I, I just don't know like where what his place would be on our team. But uh, I feel like he might be able to snag a two week contract somewhere. Yeah, I I don't know if he's gonna find that. I I just don't know how the hell the Seventy Sixers have the ability to offer three two way contracts. I looked it up, and in the NBA, you're only allowed two which is one of the reasons we lost out on Struess is because we extended a two-way contract to um, to Taco Fall instead of Struess. And Jordan Mickey, I think, was the other player that we had a two-way contract with. But, oh, Mickey. But I wouldn't be surprised if they offered it to uh, the old Kansas player, Azabuka. I, I'm going to butcher his name. Oh, oh, yeah, Azabuki, yeah, yeah, he was he, he, he was solid. He was good. He was uh, sick he, in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, he he had some. He he kind of took him like a full like a half a game to get going, but he had some good plays in the good defensive plays and like a couple good post ups in the and like putbacks in the in the second half of that first game. Well, he reminds me Timmy. a lot of of the guy that they had a two way contract with last year. That's now with Atlanta, Kabengale. He's just a big body. He's super talented and athletic. Uh, you know, he's a defensive presence. And and last year when I watched those G League games, they were trying to have Kabengale learn how to shoot a corner three. He never did it in college, never did it beyond that. But they're trying to see if they can teach an athletic defensive center how to shoot a corner three. Yeah, Aaron Baines learned it. Now where is he? I don't know. Big, where is he? Is he? Didn't he like die? The big top knot in the sky. <laughs> no, yeah. no, he 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 did. He got like a staff infection or something. Yeah, yeah. He died when yeah, he Tommy Hel- Heinsohn stopped talking about how big his hog was. That's true. Oh, oh, yeah. That's true. All right, I think that. Uh, do you guys want to talk about? Do you have any thoughts on Jalen contract situation? I mean, obviously it hasn't happened yet, but I saw one report like on Twitter saying they look like it could be done this week. Uh, I mean, I don't really stay on the topic. It, I, I just it's going to happen. Just pay the man. See the fine details. Yeah, pay him. Yeah, pay him. I think well, we have to pay done. him. So. Across the board, pay him. Yeah, that's going to happen. All right, let's get to the silly breakfast topic of the day. And silly, silly. We are going to do kind of like, you know, the old fuck, Mary kill. But we're going to do this four top, there's four things to choose from. So we're going to do fuck, Mary, follow, kill, or flirt, whatever you want, whatever you want to say. And we're going to do that with the four major sports. 
Does anyone like? Would anyone like to go first on their uh, on their fuck Mary follow kill DM kill fuck Mary DM kill? I think I'll go. Tyler, I feel like you have to. This is your category. Which, by the way, I think this should be a, a category we should use often because <laughs> you could do you could do this for anything. So, Tyler, go ahead. So, really, the 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 driving force behind this was if we have four. We're going to say follow. And so it's admire from afar. You're, you're never hands on for it. And so I think that my, my, that if I was going to fuck one of the four major sports, I think it would have to be football. I think that if I was going to go with any of the major sports, it was going to, it would be football. I would go actually. Let me change my mind on this on the fly. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, give it too much thought. Buddy. I'm going to go with hockey as the fuck because You're I, fucking hockey. I'm going to fuck hockey and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to just enjoy the hell out of one playoff and one season and just, I'll get into all the European names. I can't pronounce all the French speaking guys. I'm just going to get into it really hard once and then be out of it. The Mary, Obviously, we're we're very focused around the NBA. It's going to be the NBA. I'm going to be uh, an NBA guy for the rest of my life. I'm going to be faithful to the NBA. My my flirt, and this is why I changed it, is my flirt is going to be the NFL. I will flirt with. <laughs> I'm going to flirt with the NFL, and that's only because I can watch it from afar and still play fantasy football. I don't have to watch the game. I can just follow the stats and still do that. That's why you're bad at fantasy football, pal. I'm one of the better in our league. Baloney dances till I die. Fart soup till I die. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to kill Major League Baseball. And that's for All obvious right. reasons. I'm I, The summer's for enjoying the outdoors. And, and I'm going to be sad that I can't go to games, but it's going to be okay. All right, Salty, what you got? I'm going to fuck. We got to NSFW this uh, podcast. I'm going to fuck football. I'm going to fuck it all the way. Um, I've been fucking football for years now. It's been fantastic. We've had a great relationship. I'm about to have a son um, come September, and that's going to be football season. I got a nice little Sunday fun day t-shirt, onesie. Mine says Sunday, his says Funday. We're going to watch a lot of football, so I'm going to fuck football. Uh, I'm going to marry the NBA um, because I... No, you know what? No, no, no. I'm going to marry baseball. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. Um, Oh, fuck. Shit. No, you know what? I'm going to marry the NBA. NBA is awesome. I'm going to marry it. I'm going to stick with it for the rest of my life. NBA is always going to be good. Um, I'm going to follow baseball, I guess, as a default because I love baseball. Born a race baseball guy. Grew up playing baseball. I'm going to kill, unfortunately, hockey um, because no one watches hockey until the playoffs. If you're If the Bruins were shitty, we would not ever care. We would we just wouldn't care. So marry or fuck football, marry basketball, flirt, follow baseball and kill hockey. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't seen Tyler, you just sent this tweet over. Milan Luchas is back. Good lord. 
Yeah, that guy's got scoliosis. I, I don't even know, like seven. He he doesn't have scoliosis. He's got scoliosis seven. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not great, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my rankings. All right, so we actually all have different rankings, which is good. Good for the good for the program, you know. Uh, so I'm going to fuck the NBA. The NBA is my second favorite sport, uh, but I and I you know I just want to I just want to have my way with it a little bit, you know, enjoy it, enjoy it for a night. You know, I want to, I want to enjoy the, enjoy the sport for the night. You know, I like to bind. I like to be bound. Uh, And then I'm going to marry the NFL because the NFL is my favorite thing to watch. I spend all day Sunday watching the NFL. I spend Thursday night football, Monday night football. I watch every fucking game. I have red zone on one TV. I have a game on the other TV. I am married to the game. And, uh, no, I feel like because of I'm that, glad can, Mia doesn't listen. You no, know, I can, I can, I can, <laughs> I can, uh, kind of have a have a mistress in college football. You know, oh, you know, you know, a little mistress in college football. I know it's not one of the majors, but no, it's just hey. it's it's related. It's related to football. Your step step. You can marry football and have a little little fang fang with college football. Yeah, open exactly. relationship, and then uh, and then I'm actually. I, I, I'm going to just follow hockey from afar because like, that's more, I'm thinking like, you know, Twitter and stuff like that. And, you know, get to see the hits, see the sick goals, like all that stuff, not really follow the sport, you know, see all that cool stuff um, in hockey that, uh, that happens, you know, you get to, like, you know, this, the fancy, the fancy, the fancy goals and everything. And then uh, like, I, I hate to say it, I love baseball, but I'm killing the shit out of it. Like it's, Oh, I'm, I'm killing the shit out of baseball. And it's just it's it's gone it's gone out of my mind. I don't need it. Like Fuck Tyler America said, pass, summers, s- summers. You're I'm un-American. Gonna, summers. I'm gonna, you know, go to the beach and spend spend it outdoors. I'm gonna enjoy myself a little bit and just not even worry about the Red Sox and their you know middling seasons. And it's a great and, it's a great thing to have on in the background. No, I agree. I agree. But I'm still gonna kill it. I will say that one of for the, my would you for rather, my record, would you, would you rather have hockey or baseball on in the background? Uh, hockey. Uh, no, I I might rather have baseball, but I yeah. like like if we're, if we're talking about following, like I I don't give a shit about like baseball stats or like base like a home run, like I like I like like a like they all, most home runs look the same. Like a hockey goal can look so cool. Like an if I'm just you know going through Twitter and seeing us seeing something sick happen. I will say, like, and that I said something that I just like mildly follow, then it's going to be hockey. And I, I just, I, I think that's, I think that's where I'm going with that. I will say that a few times a year, uh, my, my friend Eric, shout out Eric and I, uh, like to listen to a Red Sox game on the radio broadcast and just hang out outside. Dude, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's no, great. I, just, I, I, I don't want to kill any of them. I, I wish I could, like, I wish I could fuck them all, really. But, uh, <laughs> sound like a young money boy. song. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them all, all sports. I, I, I'll have a foursome with them all, you know? <laughs> foursome with the boys. <laughs> You're, it's a, for, a foursome. And you, what are you going to watch? Oh, uh, I guess it'd be a fivesome. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll just watch it for some. Yeah. <laughs> Get like LeBron, Shoyo Tani, Tom Brady, and uh, Connor McDavid just like get going at get going at it, you know? 
Yeah. No, I, I think that yeah. I think that the Rio, if you're gonna if about COVID. Like he was gonna fuck one of them, but for a long period of time. No, you, you just got a short period of time for that if you're gonna fuck them. And yeah, I think I should have I should have fucked NBA or Yeah, I should have married NFL. That was a good move, Maddie. Yeah, Mar- I, I, married to the sport. I, I was always going to marry NFL. That was I was always going to be my pick. Personally. My my NBA. But it's just that, that it's it's so you. <laughs> no one listens to our podcast, so <laughs> you fuck them, and it's so nice <laughs> that you want to keep on fucking them. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't say we had admit didn't we didn't say it had to be a one night stand. I mean, I could just fuck the NBA night after night if I really want to. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Well, if I'm if I was in my head why I said that I was going to follow the, the NFL is that most of the time I'm, I, I love watching football. I love watching the NFL, <laughs> but if, if I get a longer season with the NBA and basketball, the sport that I like a little bit more. And so I can pick and choose my nights with it. And then with football, I can still follow the stats. So you're you're not so you're not you're a bit, you're not a true fan. Correct. He's just, yeah he, he he just he just wants to go on PFF and check out uh check out who's hot. I just want to do QBR ratings. Keep yeah, on right. losing fantasy football. All right, this All right. is this is the last minute that Salty is able to to besmirch my character in fantasy football. Our joke of an eight-person league having no PPR at all is going to continue to piss me off. And this is my stand right now. This is my... I voted for PPR. I am Custer at the last stand right now, Salty. I will put everything that I have in terms of whatever you want to bet. If I'm going to bikini wax you, myself, if I lose, I will do it this year. I'm going to beat you every time we play this season. Wait, what's the bet? Whatever you want. You can have whatever you like. T.I. Snacks on me, Patron on ice. That you'll beat me twice and win the Super Bowl? I'd never said I'd win the Super Bowl. I'd just say that I'd beat you. Tyler. All right. I mean... $100? That you have to beat me twice? T.I. You can have whatever you you like. You have to get... But don't you? What? I mean, you have to get something in return if you don't. Uh, if if you do beat him, though, it doesn't make sense to just just bet it, just bet, just bet for yourself and not actually gain anything. So if if he beats me twice, I give him a hundred bucks. If I lose once, he gives me a hundred. Exactly. Yeah. That that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right. Tyler. What's, what's what's it's on the podcast? It's recorded history. So yeah, the Tyler, bet is on. You're, you're gonna lose, dude. Mike. You okay? Are you are a loser. Okay. Hey, let's let's be nice. In let's fantasy nice. football, you're you're well. You're in life. You're a winner. Thank, thank you. I, I, I like this bet. I I I'm I'm actually I, I'm rooting for Tyler because Salty's won a couple uh, won a couple times or whatever. So I beat Tyler every time, but I've won one Super Bowl. Okay. Well, but I beat Tyler every time. Check the stats there, COVID boy. <laughs> I, dude, right. I fucking will. 
All right. All right. It's in the books. It's in the books. It's in the books. Uh, bet is on. Mm. Bet is on. And that will finish up today's podcast, the Sweet 16 episode of Silly oh. Breakfast. Thank you for I listening. Love, and I love you, Tyler. we'll be back next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Tyler's flipping birds. I wish I could All do right, that at auditory. Love you guys. Audibly.